Hey, besties. Thank you for tuning in to a Vibe Called Blessed podcast where we turn up for Jesus and celebrate in our confidence. Thank you for listening. Hello. Thank you for tuning into the podcast. I am so excited for you to be here. So we're gonna today we're gonna be talking about self-awareness, self-happiness. And we know with happiness, happiness is an inside job. And I think, obviously, we know, you know, what the feeling of happiness is. You know, it's a, a good feeling. It's positive. It's, you know, it's it's loving. It's, it's joy. It's, it's all of these things that you can describe happiness with. Um, but I think that even growing up, we saw happiness as, as, you know, as someone doing things for us. Think, think about it as a child, you don't have the identity of, of really like you understand your emotion, your feeling, but you don't understand what it exactly means. Right. And then you have your own association of what happiness is. Like say you, you know, they take your, your parent, or your parents, they take you to a park or a show, or they give you a toy, or um, you know, they let you watch these all of these things that that bring you, give you happiness, right? And then as you get older in life, you you start to if those things you're not getting those same things, right? You're not drawn to those same things of of bringing you happiness. You're like, okay. Why am I not happy and not understanding that there are things that you can do for yourself to bring your own self happiness, right? To make yourself happy because it's, it's, listen, I had to learn the hard way that to not assign my happiness to anyone else, like to not give anyone that much power over my life. And I know someone was like, what? You were just never happy. And then someone came along and all of a sudden you were happy. No, I, I, I had happiness, right? Like I knew that I had happy moments, but it's very like being very honest. Like when I, I got into my first adult relationship, um, you know what I'm saying? And you're, you're both learning how to be adults in the world in general. You're just learning, right? And you're falling, you're falling for each other and you're falling in love and it's, it's, it's beautiful. And then you develop this, almost like this codependency on each other, especially when you, again, you know, we were kids and then young teenagers and now we're adults and we haven't even fully adulted yet. We're just, we're out there and again, before all you knew is the association of like other people giving you things. So here it is. It's like, I love, of course, I want you to like bring me happiness. I want you to, but the problem comes is when just because that person steps out of their position and they're not doing what they're supposed to do, should it affect my happiness or should affect me in such a way that it it destroys my mind and destroys my ability to think and just know it's like if you're not adding value to my life I don't need you 
I I don't need you around bringing me down. You want to know why? Because there is someone out there that wants your position and wants your spot that's going to do right by me. And that's just that. And so at the end of the day, people come and go just like the seasons change. But at the end of the day, the only you have to understand is all you got is you. Right. So if you're relying so much on other people to give you the things, give you certain things, what happens when they're no longer there? Right. What happens when they're no longer there? Now you're sitting there empty. You're empty. You have this void. And I thank God because with God, me choosing to be saved, choosing my salvation and choosing my relationship with God is choosing happiness. It's choosing something for myself that no man can take away from. Like people can sit there and come into my life and add happiness and joy in my life. But but. When they walk away and they take the, the the part of them that made me that made me happy about them or I loved about them and, and they take that away, guess what? I still got the joy of the Lord on the inside of me, right? I still know that there is, I serve a God that will never leave me nor forsake me, that won't leave me bruised and scarred and wounded, who will all, who never switch up right? Who will always be there, whose love is always consistent for eternity. And I love that, right? But self-happiness, it took time for me to want to recognize that I was lacking before I even got saved. I was lacking self-happiness. Like I knew things that were doing certain things that would bring me joy, but really identifying myself and what makes me happy and understanding that sometimes choosing yourself means losing other people and guess what that is fine because at the end of the day a lot of the people that are upset that that like you're not doing what they want or they say or they want you to or you're not being what they want you to be right a lot of them are, are, are really just selfish. And at the end of the day, if it was a choice between you and them, they're going to choose themselves. Right. Because those are the ones that are teaching and seeking or the ones that like they always want you there when they have a problem. But when it comes to you and you have something, they're very short. They don't really want to hear it. They want to change the subject. They're not very attentive. It's just an absolute hot mess. <laughs> but I, I, I had to also, you know, like I said, coming out of my that my very first long-term adult relationship of like when that relationship ended and I had two years of being single within those two years of, of, of like, I mean, literally not dating anybody, not talking to anybody. Like I need to be because I was so heartbroken and I realized that I lost myself and I realized that while I was in that relationship. I was giving little pieces of myself to him to the point that when the relationship ended, I didn't even recognize myself because I loved him so much. And I didn't see, I didn't see, and there's nothing wrong with falling in love and, and, and seeing yourself 
and a future with that person, especially when you're young. And I mean, it don't even have to just be when you're young, like especially if that that's your ideal thing in life is that you want to find your forever partner person. You want to find your forever person, right? So it's that's okay. But that's why, you know, of course, you have to have your own self-identity away from that person so that when it ends, you know, it you're gonna you're gonna hurt, you're gonna cry, you might be heartbroken, but you're not left lost and confused or not knowing what to do next or, you know, I and you're so used to, you know, and again, some things are gonna be an adjustment than others. Like we live together and going from a break living together for years and then breaking up and now I'm by myself you know of course the thing that was a an adjustment was that you know obviously every, every bill you know it's all on you as to where when you were splitting it then you know again that's why I needed those two years because the next thing you know you know I'm I'm in this apartment and it's just me. And you're so used to having another person there. That's when I'm telling you a lot of the self-awareness happened. That's when I started to come back to church because I was gone for years, not because of the relationship, not because of church hurt or anything. Anybody did anything to me. Honestly, I just, I just stopped going and I didn't have much of, I knew I believed in God, but we didn't have a relationship like we do now. Like we homies, we tight. (laughs) I love God. I love the Lord, but you know, I needed, and and, in hindsight, I look at the beauty. I needed to lose him to find myself. Right. And in finding myself, right realize a lot of things that issues that I had with myself. I I can't even get to issues that I might have with other people. It, it has to start first with yourself, right? And in terms of learning your self-value, your self-worth, your self-happiness, uh, loving yourself, so much things, right? And trying to find my identity and what do you do when you don't know who you are, right? You go to the person that does know, which is the creator who created you, right? And I love that God has so much grace and he never left me because even though I was gone, you know, I'm great. I was grace because I kept waking up every day, right? And so slowly in my healing process, it also helped build my relationship with him. And I realized I started to find my happiness in God because when I first got saved, well, when I first really started coming back before I was like fully saved, you know, I felt very intimidated, not because anyone did anything to me when I came back to church, but it really just to me, it was like, because I recognized people from when like years ago when I went, but like, I just felt like they, these people, I, I never thought that I would have the relationship that they did. Like, you know what I'm saying? Reach that, that point with God where, where they're just, you're crying. Like you're late. I mean, snot dripping, or you just laid out, like you're jumping, you're running. I'm like, what is that? Like, you know, and I felt like I felt such a distance from God. And I was like, and in my mind, I was like, God doesn't love me. In my mind, I was telling myself that like, 
I've been so far gone. Why would he want to take me back? Right. You know, of course, the enemy playing on mine and then just me just doubting and being hard on myself. And, you know, I just in such a bad place. But when I tell you it's something about consistency that, you know what? I can't give up. I, I, I just have to continue to try to see to see what is on the other side of this. What else? It And I hate to say it in terms of like, it was like, well, what else do I got to do? You know, I, I'm single and all of that. No, it, it really was like, really, I, it was like, okay, the perfect point in my life where I had no distractions, where the only, I didn't have, I don't have any kids. I didn't even have my dog yet. And it was like, all right, so the focus is all on me. And this is a part of my healing journey. Really, I was thinking like, you know, like, okay, like for sure, like to get over him, to accept the fact that, you know, maybe one day I'll open my heart up to someone else, but not even realizing that the that I needed to fall in love with Jesus and I needed to experience God on a whole nother level, right? And to allow him to open myself, open me up to see myself through his eyes and what he's seen me as, right? And allow him to guide and teach me and instruct me on my self-awareness, you know, of areas of unforgiveness, of, of unbelief, of fears, of anxieties, of myself to realize like, okay, I got, I got some things I need to fix about myself before I can even open myself up to, to be involved with someone else. And when it's, I think God, and I think a lot of people fear, like they say, God changed me, right? But then you get fearful or you get scared um, when he actually, when he says, okay, you sounded sincere and he really starts to, ch- to change you and starts to reveal things. I think a lot of people get scared because you start to lose, lose things. And it's, it, I hate for for people to be like, I don't want to lose anything, but honestly, you ha- you can't look at it in a negative way. Like in terms of like, it doesn't necessarily always mean where people are just, you're never going to speak to some people in life, but relationships will change, you know? I know people that like to club and, and, and all of, you know, you know, smoking, drinking. And it's like, I don't want to be around that. You know, I, I, I just don't, that's just not me. And some people will feel like you're acting different. You're acting funny, um, or feel like, you know, they got to walk on eggshells around you. And it's, and it's like, I'm not judging you. I can't judge you. You know what I'm saying? Like I have done some things in my life that I'm just like, thank you, God, for grace, you know, for sparing me. You never know. All those years that I was gone away from from church and I felt like I was just living my life and like whatever, anything could have happened, you know, and you know, I can't judge people. You got to love people where where they are. And the thing is, when you when you um pray to God for, 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 for change, right? How does it, how dare we complain 
when he actually starts to do it. But when he does it, when he does it in a way, it's still things that we want to hold on to. Does that make sense? Like God change me, expand me. I want you to grow me. Right. So then he's expanding and growing you. Right. But in, in terms of growing and change, it may come with some growing pains. And some people really do not like the growing pains because it's an exposure of like of yourself. And you start to realize a lot of things that you have to let go of. Not not just people, just just doubt, fear, anxiety, depression, um, negative thoughts. Negative words out of your your mouth that you're speaking, you know, you realize that you don't know how to cope with your emotions. It's a lot of things, right? But the thing that I love that is so beautiful is that, you know, there comes an assurance. Like when what people forget is that the Bible, they, they think the Bible is all these rules and regulations and God is just so controlling and demanding. But I'm sitting here like God literally gives us free will. Like literally free will, like you from the beginning, he gave clear instructions to Adam and Eve of, of what not to do right in terms of fruit, but they did it anyway. Right. And so God recognized that he didn't wipe Adam and Eve out and said, you know, I'm going to start all over with an Adam 1.0 and the Eve 2.0. No, he realized that he made us unique and I he made us unique. He gave us a mind to make clear decisions. And, you know, sometimes we make the wrong decisions. Right. But you're listening here you're listening to this episode you're here right so we made a mistake so we we just as long as we repent and we're sincere in our hearts right we have conviction in our hearts you know yes god will forgive us and so you know god is very intelligent he understands that we're in this world right and this flesh is in this world and we know no good thing comes from this world, but he recognizes that, you know, especially in the day and age in terms of social media, some are just in just in life, you could see so like you could be praying for something and you find out somebody else is praying for the same thing. And then you find out somebody get the thing that you're praying about before you. And you like, um, I've been waiting. I feel like just as long or longer. What happened to, you know, what happened to me? But, you know, you want to be mindful of your, your mindset and the things that you say. But, you know, I'm telling you, it's so many areas in my life where I'm literally I'm just facing it until I make it. I'm literally just like because I it's nothing that I can do. You know, it, it gets to I think we all have to, to get to a place of where we relinquish control. Like it's so easy to want to to con- control the situation. But if you just get have faith. And just allow faith to take over and just says, I don't know. I mean, it just be. And the thing that I, I love about God is that he knows our hearts and it is okay to be transparent with him. Like literally like this thing. I'm, are you God? What's happening? What's going on? Is it, is it going to happen? I don't know. I, I'm not rushing you. I know your timing is always right, but I'm just going to have faith. I'm just, I love when people are here, but you know what? I don't know how it's going to happen, but I got faith. I got faith. Listen, because faith will pull you through. What does that, what does it say in Matthew 11? Faith can move mountains. What? It can move mountains. What Jesus said? What Jesus said that you can do? Huh? 
if you believe you can tell that mountain to throw itself and the ocean and it will go, come on now. What where is your faith? Do you believe that it's possible? Possible to have so much faith and just believe in your heart and mind that something is going to come to pass and then you're going to see it manifest itself. Trust and believe the moment you walking in faith is not easy. You every everything I'm trying to tell you, everything is going to try to come to test you with that faith. The enemy is smart. Like he's smart, but he dumb. He's smart, but he dumb, right? He's, he's smart in terms of like, he learned your old patterns. You hear what I'm saying? Your old patterns of how you would handle situations, but he's dumb because he doesn't understand that when you came into your identity of who your father is and you identified of who he has called you to be. Okay. Uh, he didn't account for that. You was going to faith it through. Okay. That you know what, where you would normally break down, you're not going to do it. You're going to praise God where you normally would call and complain somebody. You would open up your word and get encouragement. You would put on your worship music, or you would just say not today, Satan, right? Because you're not going to be that same person that he thought you was going to be. And that's the greatest feeling ever and we will not be defeated and we will not let him win okay (laughs) well that is all i wanted to talk with you guys about i hope that you enjoyed this episode and don't forget to hit that replay replay or send this episode to somebody else you know that may need to hear this and until next episode (laughs)